hello and thanks for jumping into another episode. I hope you're having a great start to the week. Today we're going to cover what you need to think about when you build a website, okay? What you need to think about when you build a website. So maybe you're building this site yourself using a template or using one of the user-friendly platforms out there, or maybe you're hiring a site designer or someone to help you build your site. We're going to go through five things that you need to think about so that it's nice and clear and so that your website is effective and doesn't just end up being a placeholder on the internet that costs you a lot of money. Okay, now before we jump into the episode, head over to creatorclub.link and download the 30-minute Win the Week framework help you get more important work done in your business with less distraction and less stress. Okay, creatorclub.link. I'm getting a lot of great feedback on this one. I've got my black A4 ring binder sitting to the right of me here with about eight weeks of the Win the Week framework printed out and it really helps me and it sounds like it's helping a lot of others to get super clear on what you need to do during the week and even what you need to do each day, which is pretty cool. So let's jump in to the episode. You're listening to John Marsh, and we're gonna talk about what you need to think about when you're building your website. Okay, so the first thing we need to do is ask the all important question of what is your website for? Okay, what is your website for? Now, this question gets a lot clearer when we zoom out and we go, well, what's your whole business for, right? What's the actual business for? And we can see that small businesses, uh, in particular service businesses, exist because you, as a service provider, are able to help someone else uh, get where they want to go. You can help them overcome a problem and you get to use your expertise, your experience, you know, your insights that you've acquired over your, you know, your own travels and your own journey to help someone else who's in a different part of their journey solve a problem or overcome a challenge and win, right? And win the day and move forward. And therefore, there's a there's an exchange, there's a value transfer that's available and they pay you, usually financially with money for your ability to help them overcome the challenge, okay? So very simple. Now, when we look at it this way, we can see that your whole business, while we we were talking about your skill set, the whole business really exists because of and around the other person, okay? It exists completely around the fact that this person out, this person we're talking about there, your dream client has a need, they've got a problem, they've got a, they've hit a challenge. That is the whole root of your business even existing. So your business is based around someone else, around your dream client. So therefore, empathy, right, for this person is huge. And when we look at your website, we get to say exactly the same thing and go, well, yeah, the website's about your business, but really we need to build it through the lens of How do we help this person solve a problem? Can we show, can we communicate how clearly we can help them to overcome their challenge? So the website becomes 
built for this particular person. And it's a way to help you communicate what it is that you can do for them, how you help them solve the problem and what they need to do next. Okay, so nice and simple. If it doesn't accomplish these things, uh, then it's really not doing anything. It just looks pretty up on the internet. Uh, from a business perspective, ultimately your website is there to help you make money or to help the business make money or increase revenue. Okay. Now, we're going to look at five things that I think are important. This is coming from the context of one guy. Uh, as a business coach, I've worked with a lot of businesses and I've built a fair few websites. I'm not a website designer. Now, there's great site designers out there who I'm sure would probably agree with a lot of the stuff we're going to cover today. And there's also amazing site designers out there from a graphics perspective, but the sites don't work at all from a business perspective, right? So there's there's a it's a mixed bag, and we're talking about this from a high level uh, or from a zoomed out business coach, small business perspective so that you get to understand what these things are really about, what you need to think about. And if you do hire, really what should be included or what to look for, or it'll help arm you with questions to ask the consultant that you've hired and make sure that these things are getting covered. So either way, you're going to be well equipped to either if you're doing this yourself uh, to get a head start, or if you're hiring to drill down and ask them some important questions to make sure you don't just spend a bunch of money. Now, the first thing is point number one, brand matters, okay? What is brand? Brand is defined by the godfather of branding, Marty Neumeyer, as our gut feeling around what you do, okay? So it's kind of intangible. And really what I'm saying here in this first point is, yeah, it matters that your your type, the, the fonts that you choose uh, looks good and it feels right because it evokes an emotion. Yes, it matters what images you have. Yes, it matters what colors you choose. This does all matter, right? It does matter. It, it all evokes a particular response, okay? So you may either uh, research, you know, how to choose type and how to choose colors, or you're going to hire a brand strategist, or you're going to hire a site designer who understands brand strategy, okay? For me, for this color and type stuff, I hire a brand strategist, okay? Because uh, I love to learn from them. I love to work with other people and professionals and understand more about what they do. And I'm not that great at it. I can kind of look at type and font and, and colors and get a certain vibe, but I'm not very good at picking new ones and coming up with new combinations, okay? Now, point number two, brand only matters as much as your copy is readable. I don't even know if that sentence made sense, but basically, if your images and color is amazing and your type selection is beautiful and the layout is gorgeous, and your words don't make sense or don't clearly articulate what it is that you do and how to work with you, then you've just blown a bunch of money on a pretty website that's not gonna do anything. So the brand matters, but the copy, the words 
really communicate at a deep level, right? You've been speaking in English or German or French, whatever, probably English if you're listening to this, since you were pretty small. And so you have meaning associated with words at a very, very deep level. So the words that are on your website around how you help people, what it is that you do, what we need to do as a, as a potential client to work with you are critical. If your words or your language is not readable, if it's too fancy or if it doesn't make sense or if you don't talk about, you know, uh, the benefits or the how we help with how you help overcome a particular pain point. No amount of amazing brand is going to help you. OK, and that's that's possibly a little strong, but that's pre pretty much what I believe. I, I really believe in the power of words and copy. OK, point number three. Uh, you, you do in a sense own your website, you know, you're, you're building it or you're paying to get it built. You own the URL, you own the URL or the domain, but they own the device, the space and the right to do whatever they want when they're checking your site out. So what I mean by that is you really have no control there. Whoever it is, if I open up your website, I can choose to, uh, close it instantly. I can choose to stay there and read. I can choose to minimize it and go back to a different website. Um, I can choose to just sit my phone down and walk away. The choice is mine. The fact that you own the site doesn't mean anything. So the reason why this is an important point is because we're just going back to the beginning and saying everything you do on your website, in particular above the fold, which is at that top, that big kind of fat top part of the website that's really clear that has a big picture and some strong words that is 100% for your dream clients okay speak to them up there they should know that you're talking directly to them and that you're not talking about how great you are or your um, you know your your unique skill set or whatever it might be because if they land on the site and it's all about you guess what they're going to do, right? They're going to close it up because ultimately we're all, they're the, they're the heroes here. They're the, it's, it's about them. Okay, so number four, words are critical. We touched on this earlier, uh, but from the words that you use, especially up the top of your website, we need to know three things almost instantly. One, who your service is for. Two, what it is that you do. And three, how to take action if we want to work with you. The reason why this is so important to note is we can only take in so many words. So if you have 50, ta 50 little navigation links up the top and links to social media and a bunch of description about you and a bunch of different flashing images and a bunch of different headlines that come through. We're only going to take in so much in that first three to 10 seconds. And the question is, in that little glimpse, do we understand who your work is for, the problem that you solve, and what we need to do next if we want to work with you? If not, then it's kind of failed the test. And so what we need to do is minimize and get very clear and delete a lot of these extra words. So up the top in particular, your website 
typically would be fairly sparse and fairly clean and really speak to these key areas, right? Words that speak to these key areas, who it's for, what the problem is that you solve and what the next steps are. And this will change business to business, what those steps are. It might be download something or it could be to book a call, whatever it might be. But it needs to be clear and strong and concise. Okay. Uh, and so second to that is you want to delete the stuff that doesn't, doesn't speak to those things. And you can put that stuff down the site later on. But up the top, it's very important. Number five, you're going to need a little crew to help you. Okay, you need a crew to give you feedback. And I'm going to outline the four people who I think are in your crew. Now, you might hire these people. You might trade with these people. They might be friends. They might be your partner, whatever it is. You need this little crew to help you on your website. Even if you're outsourcing the whole site, I still think you want some of these people in your crew to check over the site. Okay. And there's going to be cases where that's probably not necessary. Like if you're, if you're getting a world-class site builder who has proven to make highly converting sites, you might just trust what comes out. But realistically, here's four things you want to be checking. Number one, someone in your crew needs to understand what's called wireframing. Okay, This is the structure and the flow of your website. When I was little, my dad was a boat builder and they used to, when, when they build the boats, they set up what are called stations. Stations are kind of sections of the boat and there's bulkheads which separate the stations. Uh, I think I'm getting this right. And then you can see from this, it's like a skeleton. You can see what the boat's going to look like. You can understand the dynamics of the boat probably even get some insights into the performance capabilities of the boat from the structure. It's the same as your website. You don't go and put the final paint of coat on before you've done the wireframe of the boat or the, the, the structure of the boat. You don't worry about the logo design or the you know picture on the buttons that you're going to use, the, the color on the buttons before you've wireframed the site. We want to look at the structure of the site, what is going where, what's going up the top, what's going in the middle bit, what's going down the bottom uh, before you do anything else. You could get a fully finished site that wasn't wireframed well and it would, it would perform very poorly. Okay, so someone needs to understand this. A good site designer will have this as part of their service and it'll make it'll, it they'll, they'll just include this because they know this um, but it's not always nailed and if it helps to understand a little bit yourself and there's lots of resources out there if you want to go deeper so if you want to learn it great otherwise find someone who understands wireframing a little bit okay number two in your crew is the copywriter or the copy editor I actually think everyone in small business needs access to a copywriter or a copy editor or needs to be a writer or editor at some level. And the reason is, as you can tell, I've talked about the power of words on websites, but you know, uh, the word, the written word is at the root level of pretty much everything. It is, it is 
It is at the core of communication, which is the ability for you to create any change and have any business. So I think having a copywriter to check through maybe your Instagram post sometimes, your email sequence, if you're setting up a long email sequence, uh, is very helpful. Or a copy editor just to check it. Um, or you could outright hire someone to do it for you. But in any sense, when you're building something permanent like a website, getting someone who at a minimum understands headlines, understands uh, how to use words, you know, language in a clear and concise way, understands capitals and small letters, understands grammar. You know, you don't want to put full stops at the end of headlines. Understands these basic things so that your site uh, works, I think is very, very important. Number three in your crew is someone who's um, UX minded or user experience minded. And this could be the site designer. This could be included. Or it could be someone, you know, your cousin who works with apps or it could be a, someone who works in branding. Someone who can sit down and click through the website and tell you, oh, I don't know where the button is or no, when I, when I go down here, it feels really crowded. Or when I click this button, it takes me to the wrong page or your buttons are too small, or I feel like there's you know not enough breathing space around this font in this part of your website. Uh, this is very, very important for context. When I've built sites, including the most recent one, creatorclub.link, uh, the, the feedback I get from the, U, the UX, my UX friend, which is actually my sister-in-law, Kate, which is really cool, was brutal and <laughs> took me took like basically it the first round of feedback took everything back to square one and we started again and it was the best thing that could have happened and so that may have come eventually anyway but but when you have someone who understands this it is it's brilliant and it'll save you so much time uh, site designers do not necessarily understand ux they should and good ones do, but it doesn't mean that the one you hire will. So you wanna just be aware of this. Number four, the last person is your brand, uh, in your crew is your brand brand person, your brand buddy, your brand strategist, your brand identity person. Again, a great site designer will have someone in their team who does this, potentially, or will have the basic skills. Uh, I hire somebody independently to do this. Um, I think you get to choose, but at a minimum, someone who's well-versed in design principles or even art could be helpful to say, look, these colors don't match. You know, look, your font, the, the types you've chosen don't match. You've used, you know, Comic Sans or you've, you know, this font should have a serif on it or your spacing is off or you're, you, you're, you're running this to the margin or you've used five different, formats of bullet points or you've used six different font sizes here um, this is critical and someone who's well-versed in brand will pick this up very very quickly you may never even see this but the fact that you don't see it doesn't mean it's not making an impact on the people who land on your site at a subconscious level okay super important that's it those are the five things you know let's go back through them quickly the five things you need to think about so that your site actually works uh, if you're building a new site or you're getting someone to build it. 
and so that your site isn't just an p- empty placeholder that costs you a bunch of money and doesn't do anything, right? So think about you know the fact that brand matters, point one, but only as much as your copy is readable, point two, point three, you kind of own your site, but not really because anyone can just close it down whenever they want. So always have your customer or client in mind at every single part of your website. Why should they stick around? Why would they choose to keep looking at your website? Uh, they're not going to do it if the site's all about how great you are. It needs to be about how you help them solve the problem and you know uh, what that could mean for them. Uh, number four, words are very, very, very important. We need to understand very quickly through mostly language, mostly words, what it is that you do, uh, who, you, who your service is for first, what it is that you do and how to take action. You'll need a little crew to help you out at some point. You'll need someone to under, who understands wireframing, which is the general flow and structure of the site. You need somebody who is a copywriter or copy editor at a minimum to check over the website when you're done. Uh, and as a side note, I think everyone in small business should have someone who can at least write or understand basics of uh, copy structure uh, available at t- at some time, right? Number three, you want someone who understands user experience. Your friend, your cousin, someone who's a brand uh, a designer. Um, you know, there is even services where people will, will look at this stuff for free as part of a consultation course. So you could look for ways to get that done. And uh, I think it's important. And number four, you need someone who understands brand. So colors, fonts, uh, as you know, the way things look and feel and the emotion that that evokes. Uh, now, a couple other things, your website, your website, uh, you know, People say don't use the word should, but I think your website should have an opt-in. We talk about building assets in small business and an email list is an asset. So your website wants to have a nice opt-in that's in line with your your business, right? The the change you wanna make and what your business is about. Your website is long-term. You know, you can do an Instagram post today and it's gone in two days. Your website is here for years, potentially. So you wanna make sure that you go through this uh, at some point, you know, to some level, reasonably well. Keep tweaking it, keep working on it until you feel comfortable that uh, it's clear, okay? It doesn't need to have amazing videos and the rest of it. It could be a very simple website, but it's clear and it's about the customer. Um, now, this also, there's a second point there, right? It's long-term, which means Someone lands on your website doesn't mean they're going to buy from you or work with you straight away. It's just the beginning, most likely, of a, of a positioning in the mind of who you are and what you do, right? So it's a very long-term relationship that the website is a part of. It's, it's not a very quick transaction most of the time. Uh, now, the third one, which I think will be round it up for today is just a note around the pictures uh, a general note smiling if you're a service business smiling photos of smiling people using your service are very helpful uh, using stock imagery back of the head imagery um, things that you know just random stock footage of a computer that doesn't make any sense typically won't be as powerful as a 
contextual shot, real photo of someone using your service or looking like they're using your service. And same with any videos. People enjoying the experience of your service is very good. It's, it's powerful. And same goes for social media. It can be a great, uh, a great way to give context, to build empathy, to show you understand the user or the client, and to also establish a little authority as well. That's it. Okay, that's it. Now, if you don't do this stuff, if you just flat, slap together a site or get a cheap site built for 20 bucks or whatever, you're going to almost almost certainly have an ex, a, a placeholder with the URL that doesn't do anything. Okay? It'll still it doesn't mean it won't work because you may be building enough trust on social media or other areas, but it most likely won't be generative and it won't be adding to your business, your revenue. If you slow down and you think about these five things and you get clear on you, you're clear on who your business is for, what it's for, what the the problem is that you solve, you're clear on the wireframe, you're clear on the copy for each section of the website, you're clear on an opt-in, you you know get some basic branding done. Your website will help you grow your business, okay? And it'll be a, a great asset for your business that'll help to tell a very clear story, which is very cool, okay? So what you need to do now is A, decide if you're in a position that you're actually thinking about doing this. Um, if you're still not clear in your business on who your business is for, what it's for, and what your business is about, then don't build a website yet. Start with the bigger picture and then build the website to help support the bigger picture and help to tell the story. Um, and if you are clear, great. Start to wireframe it up, um, map it out a little bit or go find someone to help you and come in with these, with these questions or come in with these points. And even if you find someone who's visually amazing, don't let them talk you out of having great copy on your website, okay? So you, you're fairly well armed here to, to have something that uh, actually works from kind of the business perspective. That's it for today. Uh, there's a lot of great resources out there. There's a fantastic book by a guy, his name is Donald Miller, it's called Building a Story Brand, I believe. And he covers some great stuff in there that also will speak to the wireframing uh, in particular. And I'm sure there's a, a lot of great, a lot of great books and resources and, and tools you can find if you start to dive deeper into any of these things. Hope you enjoyed it. Those are the basics. If you have particular questions on this episode or any others, feel free to reach out. Always happy to address them in a future episode. Thanks so much. Have a great week in your business and of course beyond. And I'll see you on the next episode.